Hey, what's up, stay tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here, letting you know that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today and let them know that you heard it from Stay Tuned Sports and you start earning today. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, once again, doing our weekly sports podcast here. Um, with our week, you know, weekly whatever kind of stories pop into the, the sports world. A um, little bit slow this week, but I have a couple of topics to talk about. We had uh, Anderson Silva making his third, I believe third pro um, boxing match uh, last weekend and to be honest quite surprised how well he did um, we'll touch on that also updating the State Tune Sports podcast truck series from this past week quite a well, you know another very good race um, we had another buck kicker challenge and uh, I'll let you guys know if who took it and if they were successful at it, as well as one of my favorite sports, newer sports, I guess you could call it, bare knuckle boxing back this weekend. I'm going to give my picks for the, the fights there. There's four championship fights going on this weekend. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the better cards that they've put on, um, I would say, even overall. You know, it's definitely stacked. Um, but we'll get into it. But before we get into this show, head over to staytunesports.net for any you know past episodes that you guys may want to see or just you know skim you know skim through or what whatnot. Also on the right hand side, there's all of our social media accounts. So make sure you like and share all of them um, because normally past couple weeks I, I, I should say um, I've been doing giveaways during the truck series races um last week was one of our one of our bigger fans of the show tina himmelman um andrew's mother uh won a copy of nobody with bob odenkirk so i'm still thinking if i should do another uh giveaway this friday during the races um so you definitely want to tune in because you know you never know It, it could be a different giveaway um but you're not going to know unless you are following us on Facebook or Twitter. So make sure, you, like I say, you go there, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And also on our website, top there is our merch tab. Um, I'm going to be working on a t-shirt and a hat this week. Um, Scott Crump from the Erska League ran a 4th of July themed car this past Monday. And I'll tell you what, it turned out really, really nice that uh, I made just get a die cast of that one 
Um, definitely have some ideas in my mind of how I want to put that car on a t-shirt, you know, design-wise. I think it's going to look really cool. Um, and also, head over to um, www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports in case, you know, you don't want to buy merch or, you know, whatnot. You could help sponsor, you know, help support the show by giving a small donation, you know, dollar, five dollars. But the thing is, I don't take coffee. So you'd have to buy me a beer. And when you go on there, you'll see, you know, you buy me a dollar beer or two dollar beer. And it only helps get bigger and better giveaways for you guys. That's the way I look at it. So make sure you hit up both those websites. Um, So last Friday, like I said, every Friday over on YouTube, uh, 3YTV, the Stay Tuned Sports Truck Series uh, goes off. Sorry, let's just listen to my dog. He's going ballistic downstairs there. Um, but this past week, they were at Richmond. And like I said, we had a, another butt kicker challenge. And it was none other than the Stay Tuned Sports Truck driver, James Lorello. Now, last time he tried to do this, um, was earlier in the year. I think it was like it was real early, maybe the second or third race of the season. Um, tried to go for it, and unfortunately, there he didn't last that long. Got caught up in a couple of wrecks during that race that pretty much took him out of the race. But this time around, he actually did very well. Um, so far, Jordan Shepler up to, up until this race, Jordan Shepler was the one. Or Colin Olery, sorry, was the one that got up there. Um, the closest got up to third place, but wrecked a little bit late in the, the race and was not able to complete the challenge But this week or last week uh, James actually got up to first place with 40 laps to go. It was him and um, Ben Izinga Just you know racing each other uh, Ben pretty much ran most of the race uh, led most of the, the race. He was up there a lot um, and James probably could have got the, the lead at the end there uh, with I think it was like just a couple laps left but Ben Adams actually put a, a squeeze on James which made James spin out and pretty much uh, sealed the deal as far as the butt kicker challenge so he didn't win it this week and what the Buck Kicker Challenge is, in case you know some of you guys don't know, and this, this is why you should, just another reason to tune in to watch these guys, is whoever wins the poll of that race, if they decide to take the challenge, they will start all the way in the back of the pack, the very last car, and have to work their way all the way up and win the race. If they win the race, they win the prize uh, money pot. I think this week we're up to, I want to say $50. So, I mean, it's starting it up there. So, you're starting to see more and more guys take a chance on it, especially the guys that already have wins this season and are locked into the chase. Um, as far as, like I said, James, you know, he, he did really well. I was, I was very happy to see that, he, you know, he was back up there. Missed a couple races past season so far. And the thing with him and I believe Ben Izinga, they have to make 
every start now the rest of the season to be eligible for the chase. Um, one of the rules is you have to start at least 10 of the 13 regular season races to be eligible for the playoffs. And which brings me to my uh, racers to watch this week. So, so far there are, I believe there was seven racers that have wins. So already seven of the 10 spots are locked in for a championship. And here's, here's the other thing too, is if three more racers, if we get three more new race winners and the top 10 racers are all wins, they're locked in. Once you get into, you know, even 11 or 12 different racers having wins, then it comes to the points. You know, you could have three wins, but if you're in 11th place there and guy above you has one win, you're bumped out. So th this is this is another reason why you guys definitely should tune in over on YouTube, 3YTV, Friday nights at 9 to... Uh, really see the action because you're gonna I think you're gonna start seeing some a lot more uh, aggressive racing because everybody you know all the racers know it's it's coming down to the line here so um, and here's you know like I said my racers to watch for this weekend my first one is uh, Jamar Dumas now I'm hoping these guys are racing because I, I looked at my um, my notes from the past two weeks and one racer out of the three from the past two weeks has not raced i thought jt pool was racing last week he was i believe at uh the the truck series race or something down nashville or something the week before someone else didn't race so really i guess i really should find out make sure these guys are racing but um jamar dumas is my first guy that i think you guys should keep an eye on because Right now, he's on the outside looking in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, outside looking in on the, the playoff chase. Um, he's 16 points behind Doug Neal, who is in the 10th spot right now, who doesn't have a win. So he has the points to get in to the playoffs. So 16 points is not a big deficit. You know, one bad race from Neal and a good race from Dumas um, can put him right back up in there. Um, another guy that I have down to keep an eye on is Matt Cherry. Um, his last two outings, he finished second and tenth, and he's only five points behind Doug Neal. So again, even that one, you know, Doug Neal could finish the race, but as long as Matt Cherry is a few spots above him, you know, he could leapfrog him into the chase with a, a, t a tenth spot and then my last person um, to keep an eye on is Travis White he's been very consistent all year um, a lot of top 15 finishes with which you know he's only 21 points behind um, the cutoff as long as he stays consistent just maybe you know all it takes like I said is one or two bad races and he could just leapfrog right in there uh, out of these three I, that I think has the best chance to break into the playoff um, chase here I would not be surprised if, I, if you see Travis White make it in there like I said Doug Neal's in 10th place right now on the points 
just one or two bad races and it's all it's going to take to put Travis White in the the, the, the last spot for the, the playoffs. So make sure, and then this week we are at Darlington. Uh, the, the sponsor for the race is Brookstone Animal Hospital. So make sure you guys come over, over on YouTube, 3YTV, 9 o'clock for the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. Root these guys on. Make sure you guys are active in the chat because that's how I decide if I'm going to do a giveaway or not. And that's how I decide um, who's going to be the winner. So, again, over on YouTube, 3YTV, Friday night, 9 p.m. So, kicking off the show, I said about Anderson Silva um, making his, I believe, like I said, I believe third pro boxing um, match this past weekend. Going up against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., which obviously his father is one of the iconic boxers who was on the main card. He was the main event in an exhibition fight. Um, his last pro fight he's retiring finally you know I mean he's, he's up there in age um, I watched the, the fight and I, you know again when I hear anytime a MMA a guy going to boxing or boxing guy going to MMA it never ends well for the fighter who's going to a foreign sport of theirs you know, we've seen James Tony try to fight Randy Couture, and that was just terrible. It, it just terrible. It should never have happened. Um, Connor going up against Floyd. You know, yes, Connor got stopped, but he lasted a long time. You know, what was it? Eight rounds, eight, eight of the twelve. Whether Floyd's playing with him or not, um, I thought Floyd played more with. Um, the Paul brother than he did with Connor, but Anderson just looked comfortable in there. You know, the first round or two, he, you know, kind of like a feeling out process, I think, for him. But once that third round hit, you could see he started. He was starting to get confidence, and was feeling more comfortable. And towards the end there of the fight, because I believe it was like eight rounds, you start to see a little bit of the, the cocky Anderson Silva from earlier in his UFC days when he was uh, defending the belt left and right and he was an underdog going into this fight but he pulled up the, the split decision and, and got the win now this this was his first boxing match since 2005 and his last one his last boxing match was a loss but after the fight was over, a lot of people started doing the what ifs. You know, how great would have Anderson Silva been if he would have stuck with it in 2005 instead of flipping over to MMA? And you know, it's a, it's a good question. Um, you look at his knockouts in the UFC, okay? Take away, because I, I went through his record all the way down from his very first fight against Chris Lieben. A lot of them were 
knees or head kicks, you know, as far as the knockouts. But he did have four KOs from punches. He was always a very good striker. But when you think of Anderson Silva and you think of Brazil, you think of jiu-jitsu. So you'd automatically think he would have more submissions than knockouts. And, and actually, it was just the opposite. Um, out of 46 fights, he had 23 knockouts. Now, like I said, Grant, a lot of them wore due to his legs. You know, whether it was a head kick or, or knees, you know. But he did have a lot of knockouts with his punches. So, to answer the question of how good would he have been in boxing if he stuck with it, I don't know if he would... I, I don't think he would ever be a champion. You know, the, the 100 and... I, I think it's the 182 or 185 pound division. You know, you've you got to be one of the best in the world to be a champion. You look at Canelo Al Alvarez, okay? Silva's not going to touch him. I'm sorry. Even if Silva was younger and stuck with boxing... He, he was not going to touch him. Could he put on some good fights? Yeah. I, I, I think he actually would have had a, a very good career in boxing. Just by judging, even if I'm just judging off of the one fight that I seen, you know, which was this past weekend, for someone who was very green at it, if he had some time to train and learn over time I think yeah I think he would have had a good long career in boxing but I, I don't think he would ever been a champion you know for all of us boxing fans that used to play uh, fight nights with playstations I, I forget which fight night it was but you could actually go back you know had like the 50 most iconic uh, fights that you could go back and re relive it by fighting with it. I think he could put one of those, one of his fights in there. Yeah, like I said, I just think he would be a, a very good boxer that he could put a fight on that, you know, Joe Schmo, 10 years after it's done, be like, hey, you remember that time Silva fought um, so and so? You know, went 12 rounds, but man, they were, they were really laying into each other. You know, Silva got knocked down twice, and the other dude got knocked down three times. Like, I, I think he could put those type of fights on if he were a, were to able to stick with it. But unfortunately, he's older now. He's what 42, 43, so doesn't really have much left as far as in the gas tank. You know, UFC his last four or five fights, he, he lost by knockouts. So he doesn't have his chin no more. So he's going to have to be careful with the the cocky Anderson Silva bouncing around with the, the head bobbing and the, the hands down to the sides. But I'll tell you what, if he decides to put on some more boxing matches, I definitely will watch them. Not because it's the Anderson Silva, but because he was entertaining to watch. Another thing I'd be curious to see is he fought a kid who came in missed weight by two pounds 
um, has some history with the Nevada Fight Commission for refusing to take a, a drug test, which to me say, says he's on steroids or some type of illegal drugs. You know, so I would set, like to see Silva fight a decent fighter. I mean, yeah, Chavez was a former champion and is 36 years old, but give Silva like someone that's, you know, late 20s, an up-and-comer. Yeah, I'll see how he does. Maybe if he gets another upset, maybe, you know, he gets some momentum going and get some high-profile name fights. But only time will tell if Silva has a career in boxing or if this is one and done. So the next segment we got is our weekly combat corner, which is sponsored by Bet Angles, live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at betangles.com. Plus, they're also doing a new special. The first week that you sign up is $4.99, and then after that, it is $9.99. Um, I believe it's just for this week. I may be wrong, but definitely for this week. Keep um, an eye on our Twitter and our Facebook. I'll post out there if anything changes too. So this weekend, we have BKFC 18. For all you guys that have listened over the past year, year and a half, you guys know how much I'm behind Bare Knuckle Boxing since it came out uh, two years ago, June of 2019, I believe it was, with actually this month being two years, yeah. Um, to see where they came from, the names, to where they're at now. And it's kind of ironic that the first BKFC pay-per-view card has uh, Sam Shoemaker on it, who recorded the fastest bare-knuckle knockout at that time, is on this card fighting for the heavyweight championship. And going up against Joey Beltran, who put one of the most iconic I mean bloody fight with Tony Lopez I mean both guys laid it all out online that night and to see it kind of come full circle that these two are fighting each other now so kicking uh, so the card itself like I said at the top of the show there's four championship fights and one fight has a female debuting in it so the main event Joey Beltran versus Sam Shoemaker for the heavyweight championship belt. Then for the light heavyweight 205 championship belt is Hector Lombard versus Joe Riggs. Then we have the 155 championship belt, Luis Palomino versus Tyler Goodjohn. The 185 championship belt is Diego Alves versus Ulysses Diaz. And then the debut of Pro Gonzalez versus Charissa Segala. Um, obviously, Pro Gonzalez, you guys know her from the UFC women division. Didn't do that well in the UFC. So she's hoping that it translates over to bare knuckle here. Um, I was kind of hoping to see her versus Paige Van Zandt. I thought that would have been a, 
A good fight for both of them. Uh, Paige not doing so well her first time in bare knuckle. Uh, and part of me wonders if the the main event, you know, stardom kind of got to her. So maybe have her fight Pro Gonzalez as, a, you know, fourth or fifth fight of that card. You know, to kick off the show, say. But we got, Pro, like I said, Pro Gonzalez versus Charissa Sagala. Um, I'm not sold on Pearl. You know, bare knuckle boxing compared to MMA is two different beasts. It's not just like, okay, well, I don't have to worry about leg kicks. I don't have to worry about takedowns. There's no gloves. So once you get punched right in the nose, we all know, don't feel good. And it's, it's, a, it's definitely a wake-up call. And I think once she gets hit, hit once, she's going to be like, what the hell did I get myself into? So I'm going with Carissa Sagala here, ruining Pro Gonzalez's debut. Um, so the 185 championship belt. These next four fights, I'll be honest. Well, three of the four definitely, I think, are going to be brutal, brutal fights with possible knockout endings in them. So the 185, we got Diego Alves versus Ulysses Diaz. Diaz has the quickest knockout in BKFC. Just a few months ago, uh, was like three seconds, you know, the, the bell rang, he punched once, and that was it. But Alves is no slouch either, okay? You know, again, he came from the UFC, had a lot of knockouts by punches, so he has a lot of power. I don't see this one lasting past the second round. You know, maybe the first round might be a feeling out process, but I think once that's done, it's going to be balls to the wall for both of them. And I'm not sold on Diaz yet. I think he's a good fighter, but two seconds or however many seconds it was that he had that knockout. If Alves can get out of the first round and kind of let Diaz know, like, I'm not no slouch, I think Alves is going to take it. So I, think I got Alves winning this one by knockout. Now this next fight, the 155 bout, Luis Palomino versus Tyler Goodjohn. I don't know why they're giving Tyler Goodjohn uh, a title fight. I was not impressed with his last fight at all. You know, he was coming in um, very highly touted with a lot of hype coming from England. And he barely beat Charles Felony Bennett, who is a good fighter. He's entertaining, but he's nothing, he's again, not a championship caliber fighter. So I don't know why or how he convinced David Fettelman to let him have a title shot. So needless to say, I'm going with, with Palomino here. Palomino is the boxer, the pure boxer here. Um, this one could go to the decision, but this one I, I think is going to be a bloody fight. I think it's going to be a good fight, but just don't know why they gave Tyler Goodjohn a title shot here so then then we got the co-main event the 205 pound championship bout Hector Lombard versus Joe Riggs this someone's gonna die I mean both are big guys both have tons of power and this one I, I don't see getting out of the first round 
I kind of want Joe Riggs to win. And I'm kind of hoping he wins. But I think Hector Lombard pulls us off and is crowned the 205-pound champion of bare-knuckle boxing. Then we have the main event that I've been waiting for. For Sam Shoemaker to get a title shot. I thought he should have got a title shot a few months ago. But Joey Beltran had to fight uh, somebody else. This is going to be a, a very good fight. Um, if you if you see Sam Shoemaker's first couple fights in bare knuckle boxing, you can see his defense is a lot better than it was back then. And I think that is going to help him a lot more now with Joey Beltran. Thing is, Joey Beltran also has improved compared to the first couple times he fought in bare knuckle. So it's like they both equally improved. It's just a matter of who's going to slip up first. And I'm hoping Joey Beltran slips up because my boy Sam, you gotta love a, a, a redneck guy that comes out with the USA shorts on, the American shorts on. So go with Sam Shoemaker here for the win. So that is all my picks for bare knuckle boxing. I know it's been a while, but I may even live tweet during the pay-per-view so make sure you guys head over to st sports podcast over on twitter um if you forget what the handle is make sure you go to staytunesports.net on the right hand side all of our social medias you know facebook youtube twitter make sure you like and follow all of them um and once you're done liking all of them and following them make sure you head over to www.buymeacoffee.com st sports and you know buy me a beer or two i mean i could drink five you know whatever you guys want to give me i'm cool with it (laughs) so i think that's gonna be it for this week um like i said make sure you guys tune in saturday night for the bare knuckle boxing but before that make sure you tune in friday night over on youtube through ytv to watch the stay tuned sports podcast truck series and be active in the chat say hello to me Maybe you'll win a, a movie or something else. Not sure what I'll give away. May give something away. Make sure you tune in. It's your good friend Jimbo, signing out.